Hi, we're the Astro Twins, and welcome to the Astrology of Success podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to turn their gifts into real-world success stories guided by the stars. Hey, everyone. It's Talia Du from the Astro Twins and AstroStyle.com here with another edition of the Astrology of Success podcast, and today... We have a very special guest, one of our favorite people, our personal coaches, um, author and transformational life and business coach, Lois Barth. Hi, Lois. How are you? I'm well, Tali. How are you? It's such a pleasure and such a treat to be able to be on the on the show today. So oh thanks my God, for inviting so me. It's great to have you here. And it's, for those of you who are in our Astropreneurs Summer Camp, which is our... Um, our summer program on success that we're offering. You know that it's Talent Show Week. And for those of you who are just tuning in from Astro Twins Radio, we are going to talk about shining your light this week. What does that mean? What is it? It's Leo season now, and it's time to step out. But how do you do it in a way that's most authentic to yourself? We live in a world and a culture where we're often kind of obsessed with fixing ourselves. Um, and as you say, Lois, we're seen as self-improvement projects versus the gems that just need to be polished. We can reflect the light of who we already are. So you have a, a book called The Courage of, uh, I'm sorry, The Courage to Sparkle, which is all about just that. So can you tell us a little bit about why sparkle is such a metaphor? And I know you're going to guide us through an amazing exercise on shining your light, but I love, I love things, you know, how you talk about sparkling as a you know as as a metaphor tell us tell us what that means to you yeah sure sure thank you for asking tolly uh yes and then i love that this this episode this focus of the campus talent show we often think of like oh i have to get to stardom as opposed to being the star we already are and Mm. really looking at again the messaging we get um about like, oh, buy this, wear this, say this, and then you'll be fixed, as opposed to just really polishing who you are and and letting your light shine. And I love sparkle. It's something that Mm -hmm. I've always been obsessed with. I have um, an entire Bling Bling Bureau. I joke when I do my keynotes that I should go to BBA Bling Bling Anonymous because I have an entire (laughs) Bling Bling Bureau. Um, My mantra is, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that bling. And and while that's very tongue in cheek, it's really like it's there's some real truth to it that it doesn't mean a thing if we if we don't have that bling, if we don't have that sparkle, that essence of who we are and what we do and how we show up in our life. And I see sparkle, besides of course I love the bling bling, I see it as a really wonderful metaphor to just like a gem can't sparkle unless it's multifaceted and unless it is reflected by the light. And those are the two things we're going to talk about in how do you shine your light? How do you do mm-hmm. just that? And so that that's really where the metaphor comes in. And just like everybody else in the world, we have our off days, which puts us on dimmers. But lightness and darkness and shadows, it doesn't have to be the opposite. It could be same. It's just the different facets of who we are and what shows up in our life. But we can always return to our essence. It's always there. It's not something we have to try on. 
um, it's something we just have to have access to. And that, that's and we're going to do an exercise today. That. Yeah, your essence is a multifaceted thing. You know, and probably if you're listening to this, you're an, a, at least a little bit interested in astrology and probably have done your astrological chart, you know, or if you only know your sun sign, well, let me tell you something. You have a moon sign, a Mercury sign, a Venus sign, a, every planet in our solar system is actually connected to a very specific zodiac sign at your time of birth. And only someone born the same minute in the same time zone as you will share your chart. So um, it's worth doing your, your birth chart if you haven't, which is easy to do for free on our website at astrostyle.com slash birth chart. B-I-R-T-H is in your birthday. One word, birth chart. And, um, and find out all those how all those different pieces come together and make you different than any other Sagittarius, in my case, or Virgo. In your case, Lois, you're a Sag moon and Leo rising. So, of course, you love that bling with the Leo rising, right? You know? Absolutely. And <laughs> so let me hand it over let, let to you uh, to drive us through this exercise of getting back to our essence selves and shining our lights and being these multifaceted gems that we were born to be. Uh, that sounds great, Tolly. Thanks so much. Well, basically, the first step, it's it's a multifaceted process. What a shock. Who would guess? Shock. Who would have known? Who would have yeah. known that? So the first step is really identifying your essence. And I, I'm not necessarily talking about your personality or how you show up. Those are elements of that, but it really comes from your core of who you are. You're, you're almost like your soul DNA. And, and you see the essence in children, in animals. They come in and they transform a space because they come from their pure essence. And the first step is to really identify that light, that essence for you. And and actually what I'd love everybody to do right now is to just take a moment, a quick moment, to just close your eyes and take a couple of nice deep breaths. I find it very helpful to put your breath, uh, put your hands on your belly rather, and just take a couple of nice deep breaths. And I want you to think back to a moment in your life that you really shined that you felt very alive, you felt connected to your energy, your essence, your aliveness. And I just want you to take a moment to visualize that. Take a couple of nice deep breaths. And I know for me, one of the examples I had is years ago I was at an audition and um, it was a very competitive audition. It was something I wanted very badly. It was an arts educator, storyteller that traveled around the country in a three-person trunk show. And I, I entered the audition, and at that moment, I just got a, s- a signal that I was supposed to switch up the sheet music to a more outrageous song. And it was a little gutsy, and my mind was going, ah, I don't know, this is gutsy. And there were two gentlemen <laughs> behind the counter, and I'll never forget... I started to sing the song, and it was a very outrageous song. I pull out a rubber hand from my blouse because I don't go, I go big or I don't go home. <laughs> I play big. <laughs> and I was singing a song, and at that moment, they both stopped me at the same exact moment. Only one was horrified. He was like, stop, stop, really? go, go home. He actually said, go home, stop it. It's wow. I mean, literally, you know, your worst fears. And the other gentleman was 
running towards me. He's like, yes, yes, we found her, we found her. And they both coming <laughs> running towards me at exactly the same moment with totally different experiences. And that moment for me was when I was in my pure essence, and it really reminded me that when we come from our essence, we manifest our tribe, and we also meet people who are allergic to our sparkle, and that's great. <laughs> I would rather yeah. know that now. And and But it was really that essence, and, and what it really reminded me of is that we are afraid often before we express our essence and afterwards, but not in that moment. It's It's pure. Mm. So that was a moment for me. So I don't know what what somebody else's would be, but to look at what was present, what was the quality. So for me, it was audacity, it was spontaneity, it was humor, it was risk-taking, um, it was connection. So if you could, as you wrote that down, like what your experience was for you, I, I encourage you to just write down a couple of qualities that was that were present for you. Because when you get to know what those core qualities are, then you know, hey, these are these are the elements of my sparkle. This is the elements mm. of my essence. Is, is there one particular for you, Tali, that popped out when we just did yeah, that? I, I really had a few go through my mind when we were doing that. One of them, uh, when I was in, uh, right before my senior year of high school, our grandfather gifted us our first car. It was a Ford Fairmont with a bench. Oh my God! Um, you know, <laughs> oh, you know, a Fairmont. Very oh my God! I love it. Car. Oh yeah. So my and and I had this idea that Ophie and I should paint it. We were really into <laughs> oh, these. All of a sudden, yeah, we painted it with all these like Beatles, Yellow Submarine. Like we got these little testers enamel bottles. I don't know, our mom and dad were fine with that. They've always nurtured our creativity, but it turned into, it was called the psychedelic chariot. But our neighbors who had kind of like didn't really know, you know, we were just, we were those twin girls on the block, but they, right. I wasn't even, I didn't even care. I was, I could not wait right. to wake up every morning, break out the testers enamel and paint the next thing. And like I love people it. would Stop by down the street, and be like, "What are you doing?" And oh my god, and that's. Wow. But it wasn't even about the. And then there were other people who were like, "Oh my god, are you crazy? Are your daughters like on drugs or something?" Right. Like, <laughs> straight lace. I didn't even drink in high school, so it was like, you know, uh, so I don't know what got into me, but yeah, it was a moment of just like, and then of like identifying, letting my artistic, you know, creative, imaginative right. side out in the public in a really big way like so that was yeah that was a That's courageous a moment yeah <laughs> so let me let thank you for sharing that and I'm already seeing it as you're saying it and I just love the whole you know backdrop of the neighborhood and uh, <laughs> it's so great so what if we were to peel back the layers for you Tali what would have been something well I heard self-expression I heard creativity what else though you know, know a little bad. bit of uh, re rebel in there, too, rebel. you know, Absolutely. rebel. It was like the and um the disruptor. I, I like to just when things get too, you know, milk toast. How often do you right. use that word? You know, I like to shake it up a little, and that's yeah. kind of you know my the play and a playful energy too. Playful. You know, I love bringing Absolutely. people to karaoke is one of my things. You know, like I love exactly. to just, 
humor and play, I would say, for sure. And humor and playfulness. So this is a great example. See, sometimes when we feel like we're on dimmers, thank you for that beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah, no, sometimes when we're on dimmers, we forget that that essence is right there. It's like yeah. it's like a breath away. It's an imagination away. And so for anybody listening, I encourage you for whatever moment came up, because something came up, I'm sure, for each and every one of you, to write down what were some of the core values, the qualities, because that's your that's your DNA sort of for your your light. You can you can come back to that. So from here, what I want you to do now is I want you to think of a moment. Now close your eyes again, everybody who's listening, and take a couple of nice deep breaths. And knowing what your core values were that came up or your qualities, maybe it was spunkiness, creativity, self-expression, abandonment, you know, like wild abandonment. Mm, I'm sure many of the people at camp those are the qualities because I saw a lot, a lot of people will love those. Yeah, humor, yes. creativity, <laughs> audacity. And now what I want you to moment, we, we're going to look at a moment where we got defragmented off of our, of our light. So I'm going to give a quick example from my own life. Um, I was one of those see something, say something little girls, you know, Often it was not unusual that my mother would say, ah, Lois, yeah, 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 five, going on 50. You know, I was always seen as like precocious <laughs> and spunky and, and always, you know, sassy and quick, quick with the quips. And mm-hmm. one night, I think my father was just really, really tired. My my dad never yelled growing up. His version of yelling was, hey, that was it. <laughs> Lucky and you. one night, it was the first night he ever yelled at me. And he goes, hey girlfriend, you're being a little strong. It was the worst word if he said bossy, dominant, pushy, obnoxious, overdramatic. It would not have affected me. So I started wow. to what I call beige myself out. And, and I started to watch myself get, get, it wasn't like I didn't talk or express myself, but I started to really second-guess myself a lot. So I'd say something quick, and I'd second-guess. So what I want you to do now, everybody, Tali, of course, and everybody else who might be listening, um, who is listening, I should say, I want you to close your eyes and think of a moment of defragmentation where you, something happened where you literally split off from your essence. Like, like, think of a gem that gets a little sliced off, a little defragmented, a jagged edge. And take a couple of nice deep breaths, and I want you to see that in your mind's eye. And just keep breathing. And keep taking a nice deep breath. You, you could, with soft eyes, write it down. You don't have to. But now I want you to think back to that time and and see what story you created. So the story, with the example I gave, the story I created was um, if I express myself with my true strength, then I will upset people, especially men in my life who I respect, mm-hmm. love, and by the way, rely on. So I said, wow. I'm I'm 
too much. I'm threatening. I can't be strong. I better not be strong from now on. So that was the story that I created in my head. So I want you to think, if you want to write it down, great, because don't worry about writing it down, because I also am going to provide everybody with a free gift at the end, which I'll share more about. It's Yay. That will help you. We love time. those. Yes, mm-hmm. we love those. And then I want you to look at what beliefs did you start creating? What beliefs? Oh, maybe it could be I'm not safe or I better be quiet or I'm going to be rejected. Whatever it is, and I, I now want you to, and again, this is a very fluid process, think about what behaviors, because when we have beliefs, we people think their behaviors dictate their beliefs, but it's just the other way around. Your beliefs actually dictate your behaviors. What behaviors oh, do you start taking on? Mm. Maybe, maybe you started hiding out. Maybe you started to pretend to be someone who you're not to seek other people's approvals. For me, um, the behavior I did more than anything was to constantly second-guess myself and become mm. very perfectionistic. I got to do it perfectly. Is that too much? Am I being too much? And my big thing was I'm too much and I'm not enough at the same time, which was a little confusing. Two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And okay. And now I want you to take a couple of nice breaths. And everybody who's listening, take a couple of nice deep breaths. And whenever you're ready. Come back to the space and open your eyes. So you see that what happens is it's so easy. You know, on paper it looks like, well, why don't we all live in our essence all the time? Well, here's why. Life happens. Life intervenes because that's its job. We fragment off. We create a story. The story creates a belief and the belief Uh, creates a behavior which creates an outcome and it's rarely a desired outcome so wow was that was that powerful for you tell me what came up for you oh wow for sure absolutely yeah I I mean I love that's why I've loved working with Lois as a coach all these years everyone because she really is such a gift for creating these you know very as a Virgo these very you know rich yet simple and relatable processes to just plug into. And that is, I love the whole idea of defragmentization. I don't know what, you know, Mercury's retrograde. What can there I you go. Um, I, I like, you're saying it in a very creative way, kind yeah. of like somebody who paints their Fairmont. Like a <laughs> exactly. defragmentation. I love my audacious rebel. Yeah, defragmentation. Exactly. You make your you. language. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I'll go with yours. It's much better. So anyway, but you know, the, um, <laughs> Funny enough, uh, mine involved light. What came up for me was a vision of, uh, as a child of the 70s, one of my favorite toys was the light bright. And it was this, ah. basically this light box. Do you remember the light bright? Of course I remember light bright. It was it was up there with Etch-a-Sketch for me. It was two of my a, favorite. A Snoopy soap, snow cone machine, too. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, the light, the light bright, you plugged in the light box, but then you put this black piece of construction paper over the front of it so it blocked right. the light and then you would poke these little it had this assortment of it had a bunch of holes in it but under the you would poke these little colorful glass pegs 
through the black paper and then the light would shine mm. through and you could do a pattern. And so, you know, that was what it, we used to, I love make, it. you know, plug the lights right in in the basement, make a pattern and then turn on Disco Mickey Mouse, our favorite album. I love it. Dance and sing around the base, you know, uh, and, you know, wild a band in there. And one time our dad probably just came home from a long shift. He was an immigrant and had this $2 an hour job at a plant wow. nursery, even though he had a master's degree in his wow. whole country. So it was really stressful times, but I don't know what was going on. He just came downstairs and yelled at us, stop being so wild. And he unplugged the light bright and turned off the music and was like, this, I was like, oh my God, I made up. Uh, he was saying, just be quiet, basically. But I made it mean, don't dance, don't sing, don't express right. yourself loudly. So I mean, I could do it through a psychedelic car, but not with my voice, not with my, mm. not with dancing or, you know, I became never sang in front of people, never danced in front of people from that mm. moment on for a long time. So, wow. and those are two of my favorite things to do now. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. You are the queen of karaoke. I, next time you come yeah. to New York or I go to Seattle, I want to join in. I definitely Absolutely. do. No. <laughs> but, but yeah. I love... I love what you're talking about, Tali, because you've you've traced the process impeccably, right? You created a, something happened, you created a story, you created a belief, and then a behavior and an outcome came from that yeah. whole point. And that's what happens when we do a defragmentation off of our essence. And in in the part that goes, so how do we get back? Right. The question is, well, how do we get back our essence? And, and that is, I'm going to send everybody who would like it basically a worksheet, which is how do you get Great. back? Which is how do you reclaim that part that literally split off? So what I'm really hearing from what you're saying, Tali, is you almost start living a double life there, right? My, my friend yes. Representative starts to show up versus your true self. <laughs> For me, it's I call I beige myself out. I beige like yeah. a little less vivid. And I think the the process of the that at work that I do and the worksheet I'm going to be sending, it, it's basically how do you reintegrate that part that felt so marginalized, that felt so sliced off, that felt yeah. so fragmented. Off and how do you integrate it? You know, often so many of us, and, and there's so many wonderfully, wildly creative, heart-centered entrepreneurs in, in camp. It's really an honor. Some of the ideas that you all come up with is just extraordinary, just extraordinary. And I often find highly, highly creative, especially entrepreneurial people, is that we're also very sensitive and we're mm -hmm. aware that's what fosters a creativity. So things like this can really slay us and it's it's not about i just got to stay focused i'm not going to let those negative voices um stop me well that's just not true but you mm -hmm. don't want to indulge that part and and be like victimize yourself so this process that you're going to get is going to be how do you reintroduce that part of yourself and, and bringing in what I call the divine mother, which has nothing to do with gender. It's about an energetic principle and it has nothing to do with religion, but it's how do you reinst how do you, that nurture that you're so brilliant at nurturing others, how do you bring that into that part to make it? Yeah. Safe? And how can, so let's, you know, um, yeah. 
briefly talk a little bit about it already today, too, because I think that's one. Like, how? What is one thing people could do now, now that we're all open to this idea? And, and I encourage everyone to get one of Lois's genius worksheets. So, and you Thank said you. you'll send that to people if they email you, right? At Lois at loisbarf.com. We'll put that Absolutely. In the show and just write worksheets in the uh-huh. uh, subject field, and I will be happy oh, to send it in. Yeah, but is there yes. something that you could, is there, uh, absolutely. you take us through a little uh, bit can, of that too? That would be wonderful. Absolutely. Like, so let's, let's tap into that process. Tips. That's a great question, uh, yeah. Holly. Thanks for asking. So what I want you to do now is I want you to all close your eyes. Close your eyes and I want you to locate that part from that defragmentation, that part, and I want you to take a couple of nice deep breaths and where in your body do you feel that part? And wherever you feel that part in your body, I want you to put your hands over that part of your body. It's often your heart or your chest or maybe your, your solar plexus. could be your head, your shoulders. It doesn't make a difference. And take a couple of nice deep breaths. And I want you to actually ask that part three questions. And the three questions are, how old are you? What are you here to teach me? And how can I support you? And if you want, you can write them down or you can just, you know, file it away in your memory. But how old are you? What are you here to teach me and how can I support you? And and don't overthink it, the first thing that comes up. Hmm. And I just want you to keep focus on breathing and let that part, give that part a moment to express whatever it feels. It might feel grief. It might feel rage. It might have a temper tantrum. It might feel totally suppressed and shut down and it has no language. Sometimes things happen at three and four that we're, we're pre-verbal. One, two. And just, I want you to just notice that part. And and if an image comes up, and it doesn't have to be a gender. It could be an energy. It could be a spirit. It doesn't make a difference. It could be an image. Mm. I've had clients see it as like this starlight. Great. And what I want you to do now is I want you to bring in what I call the Divine Mother. Divine Mother has nothing to do with gender. It's an energy principle. But it's the nurturer. It's the energy within you that can, whether it's your BFF or your child or your dog or your just compassion for other people, hopefully for yourself, that divine nurturer. And I want you to really make a connection with that hurt, defragmented self. And just keep breathing and whatever comes up, just trust it. And I want the Divine Mother to comfort and console that part. It could be a hug. It could be a handshake. It could be embracing it. It could just be touching it and just feeling witnessed. Great. And just keep breathing. And whatever came up with those questions, how old are you, what do you need, and how can I support you, just take that in. 
And at this moment, I want you to see both the Divine Mother and this energy be connected, really physically connected. It could be a hug, an embrace. And now I want you to see what I call your army of angels surrounded by you. Now, it could be your bling-bling brothers, your sparkle sisters, it, and it could be people in your life right now, or it could just be energies. It could be people who have passed, but people who really, it could be historical figures. It's your army of angels, and instead of, they have light that connects them. That that's That's the tools that they're using, and they're surrounding the Divine Mother in this part. And now what I want you to do is I want you to see the divine, this army of angels all come together in one energy and one spirit with the divine mother in this part. And it's all now getting really integrated into you. Whoever you are right now, whatever your age is, however you show up. And I want you to see this beautiful path in front of you, this, this integrated self that has Divine Mother, that has that, that wounded part, that defragmented part, that has the army of angels. And it's moving forth to this beautiful path. And as it's moving forth, as you're moving forth in this beautiful path, I want you to think of a new story that you're creating a new wonderful story and it could be a story about your visibility being a gift in the world because of the contribution and the impact you have it could be your safety around spontaneity that it's a tremendous gift to others self-expression your power your power being your your superpower your gifts of your talent, whatever the new story that you're creating around the core values of your essence, whatever they were, spontaneity, creativity, moxie, generosity, kindness. And now as you're walking this path, I want you to think about the gifts that you're ready to share. And they could be the part of the business that you are working on, that you're working on so beautifully with Tali and Ophi over the last several weeks. And you're thinking of it in terms of sharing your gifts. And take a couple of nice deep breaths. And coming back to the space and opening your eyes. So that's basically the whole process of wow. just the shining your light. We're gonna, there's a wow. separate process for sharing your gifts and making a difference, which is the whole composite of mm. being a star, being the star you already are. So what was that like for you, Tali? It's so great to be able to do this process. I know, I love it. Else. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing a podcast. Wait, wait. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, you just took me on a journey there. I loved it. I love that. Well, well that's what the work is about. It's, it's about being in that essence and we're still present. So yeah, I just like started to think about, you know, kind of the, the movie Beaches that Bette Midler oh, was in, and you know, she that part of me, the light, bright, dancing disco queen, was mm. a lot like the young Bette Midler in that movie, Cece yeah. Bloom, that was played by 
um, also a Sagittarius, like me and Bet, uh, my Bialik. Yes. I just remember she was kind of like the sassy seven-year-old smoking a cigarette on the Coney Island. I love uh, it. The rebel. Broadway. Yeah, she called her mom by her first name, and right, you know, and then she met Barbara Hershey, was like the good girl. But I was just like, my inner Cece Bloom kind of wants to, like, you know, yeah, have the mother that go, you know, the divine mother is like, you know, hey, you know, actually a lot like the mother I have, who was always very like would delight in, um, the Cece Bloom part of myself, but I shut it down I love it. and. Funny enough, just this last, I mean, when I went away to college, the first thing I did was become a, a you know, clubber. I'm sorry, the first thing you became was what? I had been besides an art school student, was a clubber, going out to clubs in the 90s, like I love four it. times a week because I had to dance. And then yeah. after that came a karaoke obsession. And so I love it. just this last Passover, for the first time in my adult life, um, we had a family karaoke night and my brother-in-law, Jeffrey, really was like made everyone in the family sing. And that was the first I time I sang in front of my parents in decades and they wonderful? really got into it. They were a little shy about singing and they became, everyone became a mic whore at the end. So it was just like this huge healing moment to get over that, that, you know, and it's just so funny, the stories we make up, isn't it, Lois? Just Exactly. It's, yeah. it's amazing. And I love this story, Tali, because you made up that story that you can't sing and dance. You're going to, it's, it's unsafe or you're going to upset. And, you know, your dad was just tired that day. And, but oh what God, I love yeah. about, what I love about the, and, and it's very similar to organically you did with the process, which is you reintegrated that CC Bloom part of you with the sequin headband <laughs> and you celebrated it. And what's so beautiful about your journey is those army of angels were really your family that, that in the early part of the story were people who seemed like, oh, that wasn't safe with your dad. And, and he was just right. tired. So I he think that, that's awesome because we can create new stories all the time. And the great news yes. is we can create stories that actually support us. And that, that whole process is basically the shine your light. And then there's two other processes, which, you know, I'm happy to, you know, people. Well, you're going to, uh, yeah, you are, I mean, that's part of your, you have sort of a, a program designed right around this, right? A exactly. Around yeah, tell about that. And I really want, yeah, I really want to encourage people to check out loisbarth.com and, and consider, so tell us what, what the offerings sure. are. I just know, and then I, I'll share a little bit about my experience of working with you because oh, I can't glow enough about your story. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. What, what I find, and especially my focus is working with really smart, savvy, often entrepreneurial spirits. Even if they're in an organization, they haven't, they have an entrepreneurial spirit and they're up to a big game. 
and they're hardworking, and they really want to have extraordinary results in their life. And what, what I love about the messaging that you and you and Ophi give over and over, it's like it's their version of an extraordinary life. Right. It's not someone Your else's version. version. It's mm-hmm. it can be, you know, for somebody else, it could look very modest, but for them, that's important to them, and it shows up in different ways. So it's really yeah, about cool. working with people who are heart-centered, often very entrepreneurial, smart, savvy, and really wanting to create exceptional results on your terms. And I say yeah. your terms. So the the Sparkle Power Package is really about, it's, it's a six-session curriculum where we work with what does, shiny, what does shining your light really look like for you right now in this point in time, not 10 years ago, right now, and how do we reclaim that for you? What are your form of dimmers that are eclipsing that sparkle? You know, what's putting you on dimmers and how, and what what I loved about your um, car story and then your singing is two totally different experiences, two totally times, different times in your life, and yet they both had the same qualities. So for them yeah. to have really a template, if you will, of what is your your components, your your facets. How do we get that in? And then really about the gifts that you want to share and, and how does that speak to your business? And then there's a real practical piece too, which is what is your wiring, not the person down the road, but what is a wiring that you have that keeps you energized, engaged, in action, not one of my loicisms, stretch, don't break, it's not about overwhelming yourself, and it's also not about being in inertia. It's about creating a rhythm that's based on what your natural rhythms are. And then we ra- we really map out a road plan, a roadmap rather, mm. of what that looks like for you, and who are your army of angels that you need. And then, and the last piece, you know, make a difference because nobody's ever fulfilled if they're not making a difference. Um, is really who are the people that you love to serve, and and this can be, you know, some of you. You might say, well, I'm not focusing on a business right now, but I'm focusing on a personal thing. So it's like even in your personal life, by you working on these things, who are you going to serve as well? And and that's wow, really yeah. the six-session curriculum. So it has some very practical applications because I am 40% for a go. I got to be, I'm a, I'm a be passionate pragmatist. <laughs> exactly. And that's, I mean, I have two other programs as well, you know, which is career transition, translation, and then my relationship program. But in terms both of, of... which me and Opie have done with Sharp That's Fabulous. right. So, yeah. You did mm-hmm. both of them, actually. You yeah. did your relationship mm-hmm. one and the other one. Yeah. Yep. And so, Lois, how do they get in touch with you about this? And if you're somebody who's really considering coaching and you're the type of entrepreneur that Lois described, and you, you know... Uh, I highly recommend reaching out to her. And how do they do that, Lois? What's the oh, best sure. way to get a hold of you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can shoot me an email at Lois, L-O-I-S, at Lois, L-O-I-S-B-A-R-T-H dot com. And in the, in the subject field, just write discovery session and what that means or discovery call. And what that means, I live across the street from a hospital in New York City, so it's urgent, urgent that you email me. You can see urgent. Yes. <laughs> there's urgency in the air. Um, the and I teach on stress management, so it's ironic. <laughs> so I basically just say discovery call. And what we'll do is we'll spend about 15, 20 minutes really hearing what your goals are and what you really 
what are you up to? And and really looking at what our roadmap is and which of the programs, you know, would be really a fit for you. And then and we is go that from a free there. call for them? Is that a oh, free absolutely. call to see if that's no, a fit with No you? pressure, no obligation. And we, we basically see if we're a fit for each other. And, and anybody yeah. who comes through the Astro Twins gets 10% off on the package. Um, wow. So that too. And, and a great um, value for sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you. I, I have just loved working with you and Ophi for what, the last 10, 15 years, right? Yeah. I mean, I was just long. thinking about one of my other CC Blue moments, which is that I got married a Burning Man in a rubber chicken themed wedding with a giant <laughs> parachute. Uh, I remember that. Turned into like dome that was an egg and these two sculpted Love rubber it. chickens that my husband made as sphinxes and all my friends came and it. helped to build this thing, you know, for better or for worse. It was insane with the wind, but it was an amazing wedding. And oh my God. that was something that came out of the coaching I did with Lois right. before I even knew that uh, Corey Varellin existed or that Seattle would be my home. I did a a 10-week love coaching. I think it was 10 weeks. I don't remember. But right. we did a love session, the love coaching after um, a career coaching one. I wanted to have it all. And, right. Um, and you do. I really, yeah, through that, I really discovered that I, you know, I didn't want the cookie-cutter wedding. I wanted an offbeat wedding and a right. different, you know, the the. C.C. Bloom style wet wedding for absolutely <laughs> to keep that metaphor rolling and um, went to Burning Man and these three guys from Seattle were in my camp and the next year I'm marrying one of them there but I also I had it. you gave me an assignment to research and this is a piece that really always gets me too how much miraculous stuff can happen when you get into when you get clear, we're talking about the zone Absolutely. of miracles a lot in summer camp for those of you who are in there with us. So this is a zone of miracles thing right here. I found this website. I, she had me collage my dream wedding. My first collage was just like these pictures of basically like a Pinterest board of that. weddings with no people in them. And I remember. Like, Where are the people? I was like, oh my God, this is, I collage. Someone else's wedding, you I know. Rem- and, I remember uh, that like it was yesterday because I remember saying, this is gorgeous, and you were so smiley. And I go, but somebody hijacked your wedding. And you said, <laughs> what? And I said, I think it's Martha Stewart, but with no people there. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was gorgeous, but it had nothing to do with who you were. Uh, and it, it was nothing except for my crafting I, taste that I'd like to do yes. anyways. but. Yeah, and yes. then I redid the collage, and I found this website, Offbeat Bride. And as it turns out, uh, you know, I was like, oh, this is it. Oh, my God, she got married hula hooping in a field. And look at all these non-traditional I weddings. I love it. So fast forward, I'm in love. I'm moving to Seattle. I, I'm like, I need to be around people. So I go to a co-working space, and who's there but the founder of Offbeat Bride, who actually is one of our summer uh, campers and a friend of mine now. So we, I love um, it. And I was like, this is just crazy. Here's that fuchsia-haired, amazing, you know, I started fangirling out. But I was like, is this any, I mean, that's the way the zone of miracles kind of works. It really does. You know, you've been a great partner in getting me and Opie to the zone of miracles. And I know that whether people do coaching with you or not, um, that the exercise you just walked us through today is going to take people into the zone of miracles and thank you that 
so generous of you to share that. But I highly recommend everyone to check her out, loisbarth.com. We'll put your URL in the, and your email in the show notes. And also, if you're part of summer camp, along with the post for the podcast. So any final words at all, Sparkle Sister? Well, I you know? just... Yeah, I mean, I I really, first of all, it's really been an honor, and um, it it's just, I really feel like, I I feel like life is too short not to sparkle. I really feel strongly about that, and I've been reading, um, and I know there's going to be many different groups, um, because, you know, the program is obviously also on iTunes, and they're not going to all be summer camp, but I just, I just want to say the magic in what I read in the threads and the comments, and the extraordinary ideas that you've come up with, all of you are just mesmerizing to me. I just had this big Cheshire cat smile and, and oh, I just don't I want, know. I love our summer. Yeah. Campers. I mean, it's just yeah. incredible community of just creative heart sent entrepreneurs that are up to a big game on their own terms. And I, I see all of your businesses and your ideas and your dreams coming true. And I just want to, I want to hold the space for you to really be in your light because you can manifest but then not come from essence. But and, and that's really so much of what you and and Ophi talk about is manifesting, but manifesting at a very high level from your essence. And so I, I wish that for all of you and I see all of you that happening for it. So that's all I want to say. And, it, and it's, you know, it is you and yet it's not about you because when you do that, you also elevate the world around you about what's possible and, and all those services that you want to provide enriches and elevates oh, the world. So always when remember we get out that of our own sh- way. And yeah. When we shine our light our and share our gifts, time. that's also when we yeah. make a difference. So that's 100%. all I just want to say. Life is too short not to sparkle. And I, I really right. hope to hear from you and, and you're more than welcome to have those worksheets. So Lois at LoisBarth.com worksheets or discovery call. Thank you so much. It's really been an honor. It's been an honor to have you on too. So life is too short not to sparkle. Thanks everyone who's in summer camp. And if there's someone who wants to know more about our astrology success programs, we're developing them as we go. This is something that's been bursting open this year. Maybe it's because Saturn and Pluto are in Capricorn on top of our Capricorn North Node and in our first house. I don't know. But, you know, uh, we are definitely going to be doing more. Summer Camp was a seven-week um entrepreneurial accelerator for people, but we're looking at doing another one this fall. So if you're so, so join our mailing list, go to astrostyle.com and you will be kept up to date on all the programs that we're going to offer. You'll be on our list for that. Uh, we're still shaping it as we go because sometimes that's how a Sagittarius rolls, but you know, <laughs> new, <laughs> Jupiter and Sagittarius this year and all these new ideas came flooding in for us. So Absolutely. thank you to everyone who's listening today. Happy Leo season and go sparkle on in life talent show. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye you everyone. Thank, Bye, you, and thank, thank you. And thank you. Tali. Really a pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Astrology of Success podcast. You can follow us on iTunes at Astro Twins Radio and come get all your horoscopes at astrostyle.com. See you soon.